like to give everybody out there listening a very warm White Cat welcome because you're tuned in to the White Cat Outdoors podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 28. I almost forgot already, Nick. I was say, it's literally been less than a minute. I know. I, I forget quick when it comes to the episode number. It took me a second. That, that's necessary. Wow, that's good. It's, it sure sounded good in the mic. Um, well, now that everybody knows uh, Nick is here, uh, Tom's back this week. Glad to be back. We yeah. really missed you, Tommy. I know. I was working, I think. Yeah, I think you were up in, you were in Climber, I think. Yeah, mowing. Yeah. Or spraying. Spraying food plots. Yep. I'm, I doubt you listened in to last week's episode. Well, of oh. course I did. Oh, so uh-huh. you remember when we gave you credit for being in Climber. And you were working, just couldn't be here at the podcast. It's awfully kind of you. But you remember because you listened, right? I doubt you gave me credit. We did, actually. Did. 100%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, that's awfully kind of you guys. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we actually didn't even talk any trash on you. We just appreciated yeah. that you were out doing work, um, and you did what you had to for White Cat Outdoors last weekend. Yep, getting the food plots ready. Yep, so thank you again mm-hmm. now that you're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone's um, got to do it. Yep. And I'm a little hurt that you lied about listening to the podcast, but it is what it is. I listen to it at heart. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> it was there in spirit. Yeah. Um, so, Nick, what do we got going on today? Oh, what do we have going on today? I think so, it's going to be a good time. Today, we have another phone interview uh, coming up for you with our good friend, Hunter Klobuchar. Uh, Hunter Klobuchar was a guest on an episode way back when, episode four, um, when he was talking about his business, Fish Gods, uh, with a couple of his buddies. Um, he's Since then, he's launched his page live with that product, um, but that's not why we have him on tonight. Uh, tonight, we're bringing Hunter on because he has started his own podcast. Yeah, we uh, mentioned that a couple weeks ago, I think we mentioned ago, yeah. said he got, was getting that going. So hopefully um, you guys listened to that since then because uh, you're going to be talking to him tonight. Well, we are. You guys are going to be talk listening to him. To him. You're going to listen. But uh, yeah, so You Hunter's can pretend like you're talking to him if you want. Yeah, you could. Uh, Hunter, like I said, he started his own podcast. It's the Outdoors Greatest Podcast, um, literally, and that's the title. Uh, so... Let's uh, let's get him on the horn, and he's going to tell us all about it. Hey, what's going on, Hunter? How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, having me on. Yeah, welcome back. It's been a minute. Since, yeah, uh, it's, it's been, been a long minute. You and I tr- yeah. actually tried to do a little recording session last week, but it didn't, didn't quite go as planned, but we, we're, we're getting yeah. it now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's nice to be on and be able to talk to you guys again. And, you know. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down with us and have a little chat. Uh, we did talk to you a little bit before we hit record here, uh, and you had hinted that there's some updates with Fish Gods. Um, so I yeah. thought maybe if you could fill us in here, because you didn't even tell us yet. So let's yeah, talk about that so, a little bit. Um. Since the coronavirus hit, kind of set our company back a little bit, um, but it actually was really, actually worked out in our favor. Um, so I finished up school online, and ever since then, we've I've been working full force on fish gods, and so is Tyler. And um, we're looking at a August to September launch here. Um, we're going to be launching on uh, Kickstarter. We finally have the right team together. Um, the right team behind us. We're going to have a finalized prototype here done in about a week or so. So I'll be sure to 
get one in your guys' hands for you guys to try out. But, um, yeah, we're going to be on Kickstarter here soon and hopefully raising enough money to take our company to the next level and start cleaning up our earth on a, a large scale. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's been it's been a hell of a journey so far. Um, yeah, you guys have been working on this for quite a while now. Yeah, I think we're going on about two years. And mm-hmm. I think the last time I was on, we were, you know, kind of at a point where we thought we we had a, a launch and target, and then the virus hit and everything. So feels good to finally be back on track and put two years of work um, um, into light and hopefully see the public um, see what we're doing and see our vision and our dream and hopefully, um, like I said, start cleaning up plastic pollution on a large scale in the outdoor industry. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that whole concept is really going to catch on for you guys. You know, I'm sure that's going to be successful because that's something that everybody can get behind and everybody appreciates that. Yeah, I, I hope so, and I appreciate that. Um, but if, you know, the listeners, if you guys want to, you know, show some support and, you know, kind of keep an eye on what we're doing, just go on over to Facebook and search um, Fish Gods, and you'll see our Facebook group page. And then if you just follow that, we'll be posting updates there shortly um, about the Kickstarter um, launch date, so you can get ready for that. All right. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll post a link in the um, description on this so they can just click right over to Fish Gods on Facebook. Um, that way everybody can stay updated on where you guys are at with the launch and getting your prototypes out there to people. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So I do want to get right into uh, what we really brought you on here for, which is uh, your – newest venture uh the newest iron in the fire if you will uh the outdoors greatest podcast um i guess i want to start with uh what's the inspiration behind that um and i do believe you had talked earlier about um a podcast before so this isn't your first attempt or not attempt but uh this isn't your first rodeo when it comes to podcasting am i right yeah you're you're definitely right there um had a little bit of experience just me and my college roommate, you know, Tyler, uh, my business partner with Fish Club, we thought about dabbling into the podcast industry about two years ago. And we, I think we recorded like six or seven episodes, but <laughs> we never made them like, public and really put the back work into that because Fish Club kind of took over. But I realized that, you know, I love podcasting. It's kind of awesome. And then actually when I came on and did an episode with you guys, I was like, man, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed that, you know, hour and a half conversation we had. And I was like, maybe I should, you know, get back into that and maybe launch my own podcast. And so you guys kind of gave me a little bit of inspiration there. Well, we appreciate that little uh, boost of confidence for us because, you know, we don't, we enjoy doing it as well. Um, but the fact that we can inspire other people uh, to get it, out there and do something that they've been interested in uh, is pretty cool for us. Yeah, I mean, like I said, after I came off an episode with you guys, I was just like, man, they're doing it. Like, I can definitely do this. And I just saw a great window of opportunity. Um, You know, when coronavirus hit, you know, it kind of sent a lot of us college students back home. So it's the first time I really living at home for the first time in a few years for a long period of time and I just you know saw a lot of time on my hands and I was like all right I you know I have the podcast mic already I might as well um you know let's do this thing so 
that's kind of where I came up with the Outdoors Greatest Podcast um, and kind of just, you know, trying to get it launched here and, you know, taking it one step at a time. I kind of got a little bit sidetracked with Fish Gods and all, you know, the workload with that and how busy I've been recently. But back full force, and I can't wait to get some more episodes out. Can't wait to have you guys on. Um, it's just something I'm really excited about. Heck yeah, man. When I, I know what you're saying, like you're talking about like the coronavirus hit and it was kind of good and bad for us because one, you know, most of us weren't working. So it gave everybody plenty of time to, you know, sit behind the mic and figure stuff out. But it also kind of sucked because you couldn't really have people in studio, you know, to sit and talk with. And it, well, it forced us to grow and expand. Well, yeah, our, exactly. Uh, you know, we didn't really look own. into doing the whole phone interview thing like we're doing with you right now. So once the virus hit, we're like, well, you know, we can't just not have guests on because we prefer to do in-person stuff. Just It's more personable and more fun, I think. But with the virus, we couldn't. So it, like Nick said, it forced us to grow and evolve and figure out a new way to do things. So it was good in that sense and bad in the sense that, you know, you can't get together with people and get to know them a little bit better. Yeah, which is a real shame, and I agree, I like, that's kind of where I, I was hoping to take my podcast is just do like in-person um, interviews. But, you know, sometimes you just have to think outside the box and, and, and yeah, exactly. you know, figure it out. So that's currently what I'm doing. I'm just doing um, like an online version. So if you want to watch the podcast, you can watch the whole raw version on YouTube. Um, my YouTube is 100K, and you'll see if you just search the Outdoors Greatest Podcast, it'll just pop up. Um, so you can watch the whole raw version there, and then you can also listen to it on all platforms, which is a little bit different experience because I have like an intro um, to the person that we have on and a few other twists, and it's a little bit of a different thing. So um, I'm just really trying to you know, figure out what my audience likes, and you know, I'll take it from there. Yeah, and your first episode, I started watching it on YouTube, and then I switched over and was listening to it on Spotify at work the next day. So I know I see I know what you're saying when you like said the ones like the raw version, and the other one you have some other stuff going on. But I definitely liked everything you had going on in your episode. It was a lot of fun to listen to. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's definitely uh, something new. There's a learning curve to it for sure. So I give you yeah, guys my props there. Um, just trying to figure it out and I figure each one will get better as they go on. So, um, fingers crossed that it goes well. Yeah, it it definitely will. Um, I know at least for us anyway, going back and just listening to the audio quality of episode one versus where we're at now. Um, not that our auto quality was garbage, but it's improved immensely. And I feel like the flow and content itself has all gotten better as we've gotten, further along and our audience grows with every episode so that's all you could really ask for yeah and you guys always seem to have great audio and you you, it's really structured really well how you guys have your podcast that's why it's so fun to come on and also listen to it um so it's something i'm definitely trying to iterate my podcast um and i'm like i said i'm excited about it because i just plan to have each one of you on you know here soon at some point to do interviews about White Cat, what you guys are doing, what you have going on, and really kind of dive into White Cat a little bit and give your viewers and my viewers, like, you know, a taste of uh, what it's like to, you know, 
chase the dream and also like the work and how much success you guys have had with it. It it definitely is a lot of work. You know, when we first started talking about doing it, it was hilarious because like we announced to everyone, yeah, we're doing this podcast. We had an episode recorded and Nick announced on our Instagram, you know, we're launching this podcast on, you know, Sunday. I don't it's remember. It's like January 2020 is what we had said. Yeah, originally. and I don't remember what the exact date of it was, but we were like, yeah, we're launching it on Sunday. And Thursday, me and Nick were like, and we had like looked into it before, but we didn't realize that you had to have a host and an RSS feed to post stuff. So like Thursday, two days before, we're supposed to be posting this when we promised everyone this was launching we didn't even have, you know, an RSS feed set up with, you know, a, a host. So we're like, oh, shit, we kind of got to get stuff figured out. So like you said, there's definitely a learning curve. And that could have been avoided with a little bit more reading beforehand. But we were just excited and ready to go. And, you know, we, we got it figured out in time, though. So that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. It seems like those things kind of happen a lot. Um, there's, like, unexpected, like, little walls and you're like oh shit like i gotta figure this out really quick so yeah. i'm disappoint some people i had a few of those experiences with like fish gods and the podcast because like i said i'm behind right now because i've just been so damn busy with everything going on um but i'm supposed to be recording an episode tomorrow with someone who's really inspirational um someone that that i've we've been trying to get on here for about like two months we've been going back and forth um so I'm excited to record that episode and get it launched. Um, hopefully it turns out well. Uh, so while we're talking about you lining up guests and stuff, um, we, you don't have to give away names because I don't want you, you know, spoiling who you've got coming on. Um, but how, like, I'm interested personally at how you're getting in contact with these guys because I was extremely impressed um, with your first guest uh, landing, like, you know, like your first episode, you had somebody from Tag and Brag. Um, which I thought was really impressive. So what did, if you don't mind going through, like what's your approach for uh, landing, like or talking to people and getting them to be interested in being on your show? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of luck and a little bit of just being genuine and humble. Um, so as far as tag and brag goes, I've been following them kind of from the start. Um, and I've always just like commented on their stuff and a great supporter to them. Um, reached out to them and they're actually amazing because um, they get back to you they interact with you David and Dean they have a great story and they're from New York and actually um, just so happened like I said I was following them a lot in college them guys are hilarious if you haven't checked them out make sure you do like probably the funniest guys in the hunting industry I think but I ran into David at Hogan's Hut he actually during the ice fishing season up right into New York, not far from us. They work yeah. at Hogan's Hut. They work. We pulled up. We buy our hunting licenses there literally every year. That's where we go to wait. buy our New York licenses. So Yeah, like, that's how close they are. Wait, so do, I ran do into they David still work there. there? What's that? Do you know if they still work there? Um, I think during the ice season they do. Hmm. Um, you could reach I've out to them. I'm years. sure they'll get back to you. Yeah, I'm sure we've met them before, you know, if we... You know, I'm sure we have. Just going up there buying licenses. Yeah. Oh, what a so I ran into them up there. David, I ran into him. Luke was with me, actually. I was going fishing with Luke. Um, and I'm like, dude, I said, David, what's up? He's like, I'm like, dude, I follow you. You know, I'm always interacting with you guys. He's like, I saw, we, he just killed this buck called the Godfather. 
great story, and I was just, we were just bullshitting about it. So I guess, you know, we kind of just, you know, always, like, communicated back and forth. And then once I launched this podcast, like, I had the idea. I just hit him up and on their DMs, and I think David just sees, like, he understands the journey of entrepreneurship and how much work goes into it. And he knew I was, like, a genuine guy, and we just had a phone call about the podcast, and we just hit it off, like, just were just going on. We probably could have recorded that and put it out, and it would have been a hit. So... He was all about it. He's like, yeah, man, I'll be your first guest. Let's go. And, um, hopefully I'll be working with them here you know, as time progresses and working with this brother Dean. So I think there's a lot of luck that goes into it and also just kind of just supporting people um, <clears throat> as well. Yeah, I've noticed, you know, just trying to stay engaged with other people on social media is huge. Um, Definitely. To just build those connections there first because – um, you can't always go out and meet people face-to-face all the time. Um, so social media gives you an opportunity to meet people and, you know, get engaged with them. You don't want to, you know, never say a word to somebody and then try and ask them to be on a podcast. So. Yeah, it just makes the whole conversation on the podcast a lot more fun and better when you have a little bit of a connection with the person or, you know, if you're actually friends with them. It's a lot easier to talk to somebody, and it's not like just a straight-up interview, like you're meeting this person for the first time, and you're still trying to get to know them while you're hitting record. So it's, Absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot more and fun like, and personable when you know the person a little bit or have somewhat of a connection to them. Right. And so what I do is with the guests that I bring on, some of them obviously are so busy, like the guests that I'm supposed to have a podcast tomorrow, um, Sydney Wells, I'm supposed to have her on, um, and... She, we've just been bouncing back and forth. And what I try to do is just like what I did with David and her is like, if they have the time, I set up like an hour conversation beforehand, really get to know them, um, get to know like who they are as a person and like kind of develop, you know, the basic line of communication. Yeah. Cause there's an art to communicating, especially an art to podcasting and keeping oh, the conversation sure. going and entertaining. So that's what I do first. And then, you know, leading up to the podcast day, then, you know, it, it seems to go a little bit better. But I've only done one, so like I said, you know, maybe my methodology will change here soon, but that's kind of what I'm doing. No, and a- I'm excited to have to have her on because, you know, she's such an influential female hunter. And like I said, there's a lot of luck that goes into it. And what actually happened was I got on to her Instagram live, like she was letting people on. And somehow I got accepted to get on. We just were having, you know, a great genuine conversation. And, like, I pitched on my podcast. I'm like, hey, I'm watching this podcast. Like, you know, I think you'd be a perfect guest to have on. And she's like, yeah, of course I'll come on. But that was, like, in April. So you can see that, you know, it does take some time to, yeah, you know, sure. to write people on. But um, Yeah, it's not like you're going to talk to them today and have them on tomorrow, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's like always something comes up, and she's probably one of the most busy people that I've probably ever met in my life, where she's traveling for hunting and fishing, and, you know, she's a nursing student, so she is studying, like, all this crazy stuff going on, so, like, and then I'm busy as heck, so, like, trying to find a good time, our schedule, you know, it's tough, but um, I think, like I said, there's a little bit of a methodology to it, but also a lot of luck, like, to have her come on the podcast is huge for me. But it was just based off of luck and just being genuine. And, you know, now we're friends and we have great communication. We're going to do episodes. 
Yeah, I do like your uh, your point you've made uh, on talking to people for a, an extended period of time beforehand to get to know them, um, with especially with guests that you don't really know uh, personally, because it, it just it adds a lot to it. Um, if you can, if your first conversation isn't the one that's recorded, so I do like that little right. tidbit um, that you're using to talk to your. I said tidbit again. Yeah, uh, you sure did. But I, <laughs> but I think also that. Um, like timing is also essential too, you know, because, you know, for us starting out, maybe not for you guys, cause you, you've made it so far along so far, you're so many episodes in, but for me, like trying to get some bigger guests on, like I reached out to a few people on social media that like I've always, you know, followed, try to, you know, like give them likes and comments and like be a supporter, but they're like, yeah, like. I'll definitely come on, but, like, I want to see some more of your content first. So, you know, maybe waiting to approach, like, the right people at the right time does help as well. Yeah, we've noticed that, too, you know, trying to talk to certain people, and they're like, yeah, you know, we'll see about, you know, we'd like to see, you know, what you got going on a little bit more before we jump, you know, way into it. So you definitely do have to have a little bit of a reputation in the podcasting industry before, you know, everybody's willing to start attaching their name to your, you know, your stuff. Right, exactly. So, and I feel like that's the hard bridge to cross, right? Because, yeah, like, you know, we're genuine people. We're out there with, like, the right ideas, the right passions. Like, for me, I just want to get people inspired by other people who have had great success in the outdoors or have had really inspirational stories, you know have done great things, show a little piece of their life, but, you know, they don't know who I am. They don't, they only have one episode out. So like, how do you, you know, build the right content with the right people so you can get the right people on is like the challenge yeah, exactly. without them being worried about their, them coming on and ruining their image and stuff, which is a legitimate concern. Right. So yeah, you can't blame them for that. You know, it's, you know, they have a big name in the industry, you know, they don't want to, tarnish it or whatever not you know not that they're going to with you or i but you know you never know who you're about to sit down with and talk with we, so. we've seen in the podcast podcast industry recently how people you thought were totally fine can end up being somebody you really didn't want your name attached to yeah um you know it's just sometimes people it takes a little bit of time for their true colors to come out um so i think it's smart for those bigger names to be cautious. Yeah, they definitely have to be cautious um, about it. Right. Um, be cautious, but I think that's where the, like, you know, my theory is if you're a good person, you're genuine, like, you can, you know when you meet someone who's authentic and genuine. Yeah, And, sure. like, there's something to be said for those people that help those just getting started. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes a long way, just especially, like, for me, and I see value that. Like, I'm like, well, you know, if I was ever famous or if I ever no really you know had like a big falling or something like i feel like i would want to you know help people or like you know um like help those people just starting out i feel like there's a lot of like shyness in that realm of things Mm-hmm. yeah i, I definitely so. know what you're saying there so with uh everybody listening to our podcast and stuff um and you're talking about your podcast here i want to get into a little bit about more uh, where your title came from and what your 
talking about in your podcast with each of your guests to try and get people interested in tuning into your podcast because I know I'm a podcast listener myself and I'm always or looking for new podcasts. Um, so if somebody's tuned in to White Cat um, and they're listening, hopefully looking for new podcasts, like if you could break down maybe where your title came from and then what you're talking about um, with your guests, like why uh, or like just kind of the breakdown of what kind of questions you're asking and um, why you choose certain people. Yeah. Um, well, I'll start with the name. So I got um, inspired by a podcast that I listen to that's more like lifestyle, motivational stuff. I'm told the School of Greatness. And he just brings on the greatest, some of the greatest people in the world and just talks to them. And they just, you know, talk about different aspects of life, different things. And it just like helps you day to day. Um, it helps you grow as a person and everything. So um, I just did a lot of thinking, and, like, for me, like, hunting and fishing, I love it. But as far as podcasts goes, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of people doing the same kind of content, which is just how to kill a big buck or um, catching fish and stuff. Like, you know, I thought it would be cool to have, like, a nice hybrid of, you know, bringing on, you know, some people in the industry that have done really amazing things as far as like whitetail management fishing hiking camping they have these great successes like in industry starting a a business some outboard marketing agency and growing it or um like running one of the top brands like i feel like there's so much in the outdoor industry and i think that's so interesting and that's why i wanted to sit down with those people and just really hear their story what makes them so great you know really bring some motivation to people out there wanting to start their own business in the outdoor industry or wanting to start self-filming or, you know, maybe they give you inspiration to get involved into the outdoors. So as far as that goes, um, that's kind of how I select my guests. I try to find people who have done amazing things in the outdoor industry, but I feel like the average Joe um, also has great inspiring stories to tell you know, and I feel like a lot of those stories just get pulled around a campfire and just die there. And why not share them with the entire outdoor community with the people that would love to hear them and get inspired by that and maybe go try something new in the outdoors. If you have done something inspiring, motivational, um, if you've done something in the outdoors, that's great. Like to me that you're, you're like, you're worthy of coming on to the outdoors greatest. Yeah, no, I definitely understand, like, what you were saying before, um, like, how you're saying, you know, everyone has podcasts, like, how to shoot a big buck, or, you know, certain things like that, and I totally agree that there's a lot of podcasts that are totally missing out on a lot of things that they could have great content on, just because they're so specific, It's and, like, you and us, too, you know, we cover literally everything from, like, today we're talking about outdoor podcasting, you know, it's not like we only talk about hunting, or only talk about fishing, you know, both of us on our podcast we try to encompass anything that would intrigue people that's it that are in the outdoors because most people you know different times a year they're interested in doing different things outside so you know why not talk about those things that they're going to be doing at that time of the year exactly and like um you know there's a lot of things that we're involved in the outdoors um 
and we're all outdoorsmen and women, but there's a lot of things that we haven't tried. And maybe if you hear someone's testimony about their Appalachian Trail hike that they did, mm-hmm. you know, they did 80 miles, how life-changing it was, it's what they experienced. Maybe I'll inspire you to get involved and go do hiking. Or maybe you're a new, um, out, you know, new to the outdoors and you want to get into hunting. Like, you know, if you hear these testimonies from these people that have done these great things, um, maybe I'll give you the inspiration to get involved in the outdoors. So that's kind of one of my motives um, for the podcast. It's just to get people in the in the outdoors or try something new. Because um, there's a lot out there that like I haven't done that I would love to, to dabble into, but I'm just not sure how. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people are like that. They have a small interest in something, but they don't really know how to go about getting into it. And sometimes all it takes is that little bit of a push from you know, just learning something simple or hearing about something from somebody else or finding out that someone else has the same interest. And then they're like, okay, you know what? Yeah, I am going to go for it and do this and figure it all out. Right. One similar thing I see with uh, your, it sounds like your ideology and ours too. Um, One thing I've really enjoyed with our podcast is uh, what I've learned from our guests and everything. So like I am constantly trying to evolve in how I hunt and, uh, every, I mean, just any aspect of the outdoors. So bringing these guests on, instead of just reading an article, I can sit there and talk to somebody firsthand and really learn something. Yeah, and any um, questions that you specifically have, you can just straight up ask them. Yeah, you know. instead of leaving it in the comments to be you know, mixed into the shuffle and never answered, you can start bringing people on that uh, you feel have a lot of knowledge, and you can start you know, picking that knowledge from them to help you grow as an outdoorsman as well. Um, and it sounds like you kind of use maybe indirectly the same process when you're picking your people. It's somebody that interests you and somebody that could be inspirational or um, that are inspirational to you as well as your guests. Exactly. Like the people that I bring on, I think are inspirational. So I'm like, well, they're inspirational to me. Well, they must be inspirational to the other people, especially once you hear them talk about what they've done that makes them so great. Um, and, you know, in the industry, whether it's start a business or be a successful big game hunter, or, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, they didn't get to have a huge name in the industry because they weren't inspiring other people. You know, obviously other people really like what they have going on. So it's nice to give them another avenue to share what they're doing and tell stories about it because most like hunting shows and stuff like that, they're not telling other stories and saying, you know, how they got to where they are. And it's really awesome to hear those stories from those people, that how they got from point A how to point B. Exactly. So there's like, you know, like when I watch those shows all the time or I see, you know, this YouTuber or someone like, like I often wonder, like, like how did they get there? Or like what was their mm-hmm. journey like to get there? Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of people, especially like younger people that, you know, want to start self-filming or start, like, a YouTube channel, and they're just really not sure how or, like, you know, how difficult the process can be. And, like, once you hear someone, you know, talk about their experiences, like, that might give them the push to, to go do it and dive right in. Yeah, exactly. So. And I feel uh, podcasts, to me anyway, seem more personal when it comes to, uh, like, learning something, like you said, about um, – making a video or self-filming, anything like that. I feel like when you listen to a podcast, it's more personable 
than like a YouTube video. For me anyway, it seems like anything that you like a video or an article is it seems generalized to the public versus like when you sit there and listen to a podcast like with your earbuds in, it sounds like you're sitting there talking to the guy. So I think I mean yeah. podcasts have gotten bigger like every, each year it seems like they're exponentially growing. Um but I, I just I think it's a great avenue for information that is just going to continue to get bigger because of how personable the uh, information feels uh, when it's received. Absolutely. I mean, like, I know me alone, like, I mean, I get my news from podcasts. Like, every day I have, like, a routine where, you know, I get my news. I have, like, some stock market podcasts that I listen to. And then I love listening to Joe Rogan. Like you said, it's like a totally different experience to get information because it's, it's almost like takes your thoughts and your brain like for a ride. You're just kind of just sitting there, and you can also multitask while you do it and just learn a lot of things and you know gain a lot of knowledge and information. So I just think they're great, and I think that's why the industry is growing um, the way it is right now. And I think we, you know, we got into the industry at the right time, you know, for us to start a channel and everything. No, I think you're uh, definitely right there. I mean, it's there's no time like the present. Uh, it's constantly growing. And even I think this quarantine, um, it was a little slow for podcast listening, at least what we saw, just because nobody was working. And we see we feel that like a lot of people listen while they're working. That's what I was going um, to make that point, because that's so, like the only time I listen to podcasts is when I'm at work. I don't listen at home. So Yeah, so I think having this time off was perfect for you to you know, start getting your ducks in a row for this podcast. And as everybody starts going back to work, you're going to be ready to give them the Yeah, content. there's going to be a big jump in people so listening to podcasts. So I think you, you've jumped in at, right, at the right time. Right. And there's also a new market that emerged from this whole ordeal. There's this new outdoor, this, this new outdoor enthusiast that came. I mean, bike sales are through the roof. Camper sales are like up. I don't know, keep the quote me on this. I think they're up like 150%. Um, and it's just like there's this new flux of people that are just getting outside and trying the outdoors out for the first time. So it's like a great time, you know, for new people to learn about the outdoors as well and find a podcast like ours. Yeah, um, we were to saying that. Help them grow. Yeah, we were saying that like throughout this whole quarantine, you know, every week on the episode, you know, we tell people to get outside and. You know, we just kept saying, you know, the outdoors is never closed. You know, you can't go to the bars or you can't go to restaurants. You can't do a lot of things, but you can always go outside and find something to do. And I think a lot of people through all of this were actually doing that. You know, a lot of people that weren't doing things like you said, riding bikes or going hiking and stuff. A lot of people found the outdoors through everything else being closed down. And it's something that people are realizing, wow, I actually really enjoy this. So, you know, it's nice to for us all to be able to talk about it and see other people getting into it, you know, even though it, it took, you know, the virus or whatever to get a lot of people into it, but it is really cool that more people are getting into the outdoors. Which is a great thing. I mean, it's a great thing, you know, like to me, that's another reason I created the podcast because the, the outdoors has brought so much value to my life. It's like irreplaceable. Yeah. And now there's this flux of people trying things outdoors whether it's camping or hiking fishing hunting and they get to experience these things that we take for granted and i think i'm excited about that yeah things that we never really makes thought a good of. impact 
Yeah, things that we never really thought about before because it's just things that we've always done, you know, the new people coming in, and then, it, like you said, it gives you a new appreciation for it because they're just now experiencing it, and you see how much joy it brings them, and it makes you think about all the things that it's done for you in your life. Absolutely. I mean, it's done a lot, for sure. Like, I know I wouldn't be the person I am today if it wasn't for the outdoors, like, being a main factor in my life, for sure. Yeah, we had actually just talked about that on two episodes ago, just on how impactful the outdoors is. And, like, I mean, we all got into it at a young age, as you did, you know, from, you know, your dad or your grandpa. Um, and it's just – I think the outdoors are an important part of growing up for – and at least in our area. Um, so I think it's it's all good stuff, and I'm glad to see that the quarantine has brought more people – to the outdoors because it's never too late to get involved in hunting and even some of the biggest names in the industry um or I, i've listened to them on podcasts they didn't start you know hunting until you know their early 20s so like it's never too late to get started with any outdoor adventure whether it's camping or biking hunting fishing um it's just important that you start oh absolutely i mean if you look at Joe Rogan and some of those people, like, they didn't get out into the outdoors until way later in life. And now that he has, it's something that he talks about a lot. There's a lot of his guests that come on, and they have no hunting experience at all. He just talks about, like, what archery hunting is like and, like, how awesome it is and, like, what a lifestyle change it is for you. And now he eats, like, only elk meat, the elk that he kills each year. And he's, like, living this awesome new lifestyle all because he got involved into archery hunting. Get over there, White. Sorry, yeah, I, <laughs> I was trying to hold back a burp, but it, it, was, it just wasn't staying down. Just stay away from the mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there uh, anything else with your podcast, I guess, with um, – I, I don't know exactly mm-hmm. how to word this um, – but uh, I guess you know, you're a single man podcast and stuff like. That. Do you plan on ha- do you have any other hosts or is it just you when it comes to running your show? Um, right now it's just me running my show. I'm not opposed to bringing on a co-host. Yeah, I didn't know if like because uh, it seems like Tyler's a lot involved with um, everything you're doing. I just, was just curious um, if you planned on having Tyler on with you ever, or if it was more uh, your adventure that you're on here. I think the Outdoors Greatest podcast might be my adventure um but tyler like he, me and him just have like a great um communication together like when we're both on like set like when we have a podcast going like it's a it's a great combination so you know something i'm open to he's definitely coming on to talk about the appalachian trail and some of the great things he's done in the outdoors he was diving on a sailboat for like three months in the key west and was that he just kind of jumped into that? Was so that a he had some crazy to him on your Appalachian Trail talk of the eighty miles. Was that Tyler that did that? Yeah, well, Tyler. Yeah, it was like a short rep. Um, Georgia to New York. He almost completed the whole thing. He took some time off of school. I mean, the stories that he has from it is incredible. And then me and him and our buddy Alex hiked um, the Smoky Mountain section over uh, spring break and that's a story alone itself where we saved these two kids lives i got hypothermia 
Really? And we got, yeah, we got, it's a hell of a story, man. We got rained on, we got snowed on, we hiked in the rain for the entire day when it was like 34 degrees. Like, I've never been so cool in my life. So, <laughs> well, those are the kind of stories we look to forward told. to on your podcast because that's, I mean, that's good stuff that there's not a whole lot of content that is that raw out there available right now. So, yeah, it's there's some experiences that I've had and he's had some insane experiences I can't wait to share with people. Um, but I think, you know, I'm going to start with the Outdoors Greatest Podcast, but what I'd really like to do is kind of start another podcast here in the future that's just talking about just relevant topics. Um, and I think you'd be a great person that might be a co-host, you know, to have on and I was actually talking to David about it as well from Tag and Brag. So, you know, I'm open to just finding, like, the right people and just having great conversations. Yeah, definitely. Like, it, like, I don't know what I want to say really, but, like, you don't really know, like you were saying, you, you don't have any plans to have a co-host or anything really, but if, you know, the right person comes along and you guys click, like you said with Tyler, you know, you guys just, whenever you're talking on the mic, it's just so perfect. Every You guys know each other so well and do a lot together, so it's just clicks. So sometimes, even though you don't plan on it, it really works out perfect when it happens. Exactly. So, you know, I'm like, it's right now, it's a one-man show, but, hey, you never know. Maybe I'll have a co-host and everything, but well, so far, I don't really know great. if I see... Yeah, I don't know if well, with the one episode I got out. <laughs> Hopefully one tomorrow is going to be a great one. I, I'm really excited for that. And then record a couple. I'm trying to get a couple done this week and next week. So That's one thing that we've kind of noticed is really quite a, Yeah, it's with, a challenge to find something to talk about every single week and crank out episodes consistently. Like, we're always racking our brains all the time. You know, what are we going to talk about this week? Especially, like... We don't have anything in the bank. Like yeah. This is a we record weekly and release weekly. We don't have any spare episodes to launch. Yeah. So I I yeah, applaud you in trying to get a few episodes recorded in a week because we really struggle to do something like that. Every time we do, it seems like it just falls apart or mm -hmm. somebody accidentally deletes a podcast. Yeah, I wonder I, who's done that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm motivated about this podcast. Like I really am because I love it, and I love podcasting. It's just have a lot going on right now, so it's like, you know, it's just my little side project that I really want to get going and have it take off, but I think I'm just going to release the right content as professional as possible with the right people mm -hmm. in the right order that I see fit, you know. So I think that's my plan for it. Okay, I realized, like, another reason it kind of led me to the podcast is I realized that no a lot of people have done some extraordinary things within the outdoor industry where I know people who have started podcasts, you guys, people who have created, you know, outdoor media marketing companies that's grown it really large and, um, you know, hunting guides from South Africa, you know, Alaskan guides, just like really covering a great scope of people that have done great things that I think the community should hear. So it's just, you know, coordinating it to get those people on the show is, is the problem yeah no i definitely know what you're saying because like 
just with like you and I talking last week when we were trying to get something recorded, it was like, you know, just trying to find a day, you know, because we record our podcast once a week and, you know, everybody's always got other stuff going on and it is tough to find a day where both of you are free to do something and get something recorded and, you know, have a good time with it. Exactly. So it's just, you know, it'll, it'll work out just finding, you know, finding the time, finding the right people and, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it'll come together. Yeah, it's and definitely you guys a grind, but it's job. fun. Oh, I love it, man. I mean, it's awesome. So what's going on with you guys? Anything great? Uh, what have you guys been up to? Because I haven't seen you last. I feel like it's been a long time. Well, I mean, like you said, we, uh, we're just starting to get into snake season. Um, we talked about that a little bit, but... Uh, quarantine really had us shut down for a while we like yeah. i said we had we did a lot of phone interviews um and that was a big learning curve um but for the most part just snake hunting and then tom over here has been i mean going hard with food plots this season uh, he's running two different farms right now getting seed in the ground so or preparing to get seed in the ground but um if he wants to talk about that a little bit feel yeah probably that's awesome, man. Yeah, um, we've been grinding. We got 116 acres in Climber, New York, that I'm trying to manage, and then putting corn over the whole thing. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> we got. I'm putting in a two-acre bean field. Um, I'm gonna do an acre of brassica and turnips, and then probably a half acre of clover and chicory, and then I got. A hidden food plot in the woods that's about a quarter acre that'll be that'll be like a year-round food plot that I'm gonna put uh, clover chicory and brassica give the deer something year-round and then out at our farm in PA it's um, pretty much all hardwoods there's it's nothing but farmland out there we actually have a pretty good sized chunk of woods in the middle of nothing but corn and soybean fields so we don't have to worry about the food plots as much but i am putting in one it's a probably two acre food plot and that's going to be another year-round plot with chicory clover brassica and turnips and then in the woods um, there's some big clearings where i spread some buckwheat because that stuff grows pretty much anywhere so it doesn't need, you know, fertilizer, lime, or a whole lot of sunlight. So we have some permanent stands up there that I put some, we call them kill plots, I guess, of buckwheat right, right around the stand that'll, I think, produce early archery season pretty well. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. You should um, check out... Um, Tag and Bragg's Food Plot Chronicles. There's a lot that they've been doing as well. And I have no experience in food plotting at all. So um, maybe when I come up, we can you can show me your plots and everything that you guys been putting in. Sounds yeah. like you're going to have a hell of a deer season. I hope so. We got cameras up in both states. We got pictures of good bucks already. So I'm looking forward to archery season. Yeah, that's coming up pretty yeah. soon. It's like yeah, it a couple months. It is coming up quick something like that's really like sneaking up, up on me i yeah. know i feel like, like that if, too because like i feel like i just put my stand away mm -hmm. and 
you know, and actually a couple weeks, about a couple weeks ago, me and Tom actually started breaking our stands back out and starting to practice our ascending up the tree and mm-hmm. um, just something I like to stay fresh with because we do a lot of mobile setups here and um, Tom's getting into the mobile game. So we've just been practicing trying to uh, streamline that process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking that the other day. I can't remember who I was talking to, but we were talking about archery season and stuff. And, you know, I feel like there's archery season comes even faster for me, like when we're talking about it right now, because I go up to Alaska and I leave in August. And when I get back, archery's going as soon as I get back, like the next, like a couple of days after I get home from Alaska, it's archery season. So it, it really sneaks up on you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We just finished our winter league if you mm-hmm. are winter bow league and i feel like i've already got to break my bow back out to yeah. get sighted in for the season but uh, i've shot a few arrows just because i know it's coming up but um something i'm trying to do this this year is actually i'm trying to go out and hunt with my buddy I, if it works out i'm going to do it just to help call and get get some experience under my belt but i'm going out hopefully to colorado to do um, some elk hunting um, be with my friend who lives out there. Yeah, I love the whitetail hunting. Like, I, I do love it, but with being in college, like, for me, you know how it's, like, I go back to college. Like, I do have a nice plot of land that I can hunt in um, around school, which I took really nice buck from this year. But mm-hmm. I'm just ready for some something new, something adventurous. It's always fun to go chase a new animal and learn new terrain and how different animals interact. Yeah. For you guys, I feel like the food plotting's got to be, like, I think that really changes the game up, too. Like, you're really interacting with, like, you know, the whitetail, and, like, it's a whole different process of, like, herd management. And it's, like, for me, it's just, like, all right, I got my little piece. Like, I, when I go back up to school, put my cameras out, See what's see what's happening. I have a general idea of how the season's gonna go. I have my stand still hung, and I'll probably hunt that once the rut towards the rut and see what happens. Yeah, Tom's the one that does all of our. Uh, he does he researches, you know, checks out what other farmers have around us and tries to offer the deer what isn't um, anywhere else to try and get them to check out our piece a little bit longer. Um, but I know we've had a lot of success over food plots and. Like I said, Tom's put a lot of work in this season especially, uh, but every season with food plots, it's kind of been his thing for a while. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know you did that, Tommy. Um, but we should um, definitely try to link up sometime this year. I'll come film for you guys or something and love to do some hunting with you guys and maybe we can plan a trip somewhere to go chase something new. Definitely. I would definitely be into go Yeah, I'm all about new. that. So the time has come, Hunter. Uh, back way back, episode four. Uh, if you remember back that far, uh, we had asked for a write it and pen, um, and I think it's only fair that we ask you again. Um, and I honestly, I didn't check to see what yours was, um, but you've grown quite a bit in the last few months with your uh, with your business with Fish Gods and starting a podcast. So I'm interested to hear if you have uh, a different um, write it and pen for our listeners this go around. Hmm. All right, well, this is what I have to say. I think just based off of what I've been through the past few months and where things going is, you know, life can give you unexpected twists, turns, and 
I think that's to be something to be expected. But you might fall, but you're going to come back stronger every time you fall. And if you're going to fall, just make sure that you get up as fast as you can um, and keep striving forward, keep trying new things, um, and just keep chasing your dreams and find happiness. I think it's, like, really important, something that I've been trying to do lately in my life, and just trying to take care take care of myself physically, um, mentally, uh, and spiritually. So I think if you, you do those things, um, you'll find happiness, and, and life will be good. Very well put. Thank you, Hunter. Um, I want to thank you again for joining us on another episode here. I was glad to have you back on the episode. Uh, just so you're aware, um, your episode four is one of the highest performing episodes we've released to this date still, um, way back episode four. It's still um, getting downloads and stuff, so it's still performing really well, so we appreciate um, you coming back on, and our guests really like your content as well. So um, like I said, from all three of us, and Luke even, who he's working second shift and can't join us, we just want to thank you for carving some time out of your busy schedule that you have and sitting down and talking to us for the past hour. Yeah, man. Much needed on my end. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always a blast. I'm looking forward to the next time. If I'm fortunate enough to have you guys have me back on. And I appreciate you having me on at such a, a crucial time in my life where you know I have a lot of things going, especially with Fish Gods and the podcast. And I, I really um, appreciate the exposure. So thank you so much, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, buddy. I'm sure we'll have you on again, you know, because I'm sure we're going to plan some hunts together, so we're going to have to talk about those on the podcast before and after. Oh, so. that's a must. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a must that we plan something here for the sometime this year, because, like I said, I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you guys, and it's been way too long, so we definitely got to get together and, as you guys say, get outside. Exactly. We'll Ex do, buddy. Exactly. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll wrap things up here uh, with what we always tell people. And, you know, first off, check out the Outdoors Greatest Podcast. He's got one episode out already, and they're coming soon. Um, so, as always, get outside. Get outside.